Hello, welcome to the Fantasy Challenge podcast, episode 10, with me, the main host, Leighton, and the side guy, Challen. This is the episode, was well, the game week seven review, game week eight preview. Right, Challen? Yes, well done. Hello, Leighton. How are you today? I'm good. Pretty hot, but quite happy to be back in the swing of things. Getting yeah. up to the next game week. How are you? It's I'm pretty good. It's pretty hot here in the northern hemisphere as well. Surprising because it should be autumn. Did you enjoy the break from fantasy football? I did indeed. It's been a delightful little break that we've had, and honestly, I haven't missed it much, which is nice. But I'm happy to be back. I think as well, what happened with the game week seven is most people had a horrific week, especially with their captaincy choices or seemingly falling flat on their face. And so we were all quite happy to have a break. It was, it was just a bit of relief, like, oh, it's international break. We don't have to think about this. So now we're back. And I think many people are going to activate the wild card, including maybe you. Or maybe you. No, I already inquired this <laughs> a long time ago. Come on, challenge. Get with the show. Sorry. So let, let's look at our, our game week seven, how we did. Let's start with me, the host okay. of this show. How was your team this week? Uh, terrible. It was, can you remember it, what you got? It was, yeah, I, I can just about remember. I remember I, I took a minus four. I, I think I took, I took Trent out and I took DCL. I took DCL or Bamford out. I can't really remember now. And so I took a minus four and I got 38 points. And it was a terrible weekend because I captained Ronaldo and I found out Ronaldo was not playing. So I thought it's okay. I'll come off the bench and, and he'll, he'll score three goals. Uh, and he got me a huge two points. So I spent the whole weekend thinking, well, Antonio or Salah or Lukaku inevitably are going to score two goals. And I'm going to fall so far behind. But luckily, everybody's captain did terrible. So the star player of the week in my team, starting from the goal, was Sanchez with six points. Saved my week. Rudiger for Chelsea. He got me two points. Shaw, two points. And Marcel for Wolves got me huge three points. My midfield, Saka came off right at the end. So only three points. Yota got two points. Salah, 13 points. And Traore, one point. Antonio, two points. My captain, Ronaldo, two points. And the Newcastle, the team at the moment, St. Maximum, two points. Pretty different team overall compared to, I think, a lot of people. Like, I mean, you kept toll of Shaw. You opted to sell yeah. Trent. Many people mm -hmm. held on to him. And mm -hmm. you also had Traore, who unfortunately was benched again because of a certain other South Korean player who we'll mention a bit later but yeah you did pretty well considering the fact that you took a minus four and your rank didn't drop too much hmm. yeah so you're looking pretty decent heading into this game week eight what do you think are you scared of the wild carders or not i'm definitely scared of the wild carders especially with players like son hung min i think if people are wild carding they'll probably bring in son hung min so that's definitely a worry and there are certain Chelsea players I would be interested in having my team, which I can't necessarily get. And then Trent is now out of my team. 
so yeah, a little little concerned going into the next game week. Sure. I also got 38. Just I didn't take a minus four this week, that week. And yeah. my two transfers were Shaw and Ailing out for Rudiger and Livermento. And basically the same result as you. Uh, captaincy blank from Lukaku. Unfortunate though. Uh, Salah being my high scorer with 13. And quite happy that I didn't have Ronaldo in the end because thankfully he blanked. And the rest of my team, you mentioned Sanchez, six points from him. Rudiger, two. Semedo got two. Sofal got one. He's yellow flagged. Uh, Jota got two. Benrama, two. Rafinha, three. Dennis got one. So he's going to be out of my team soon. And Trent and Torres got themselves zero on my bench, which we'll talk about a bit later, whether I'm considering keeping them or not. But yeah, looking forward to it. And, and interestingly, in both of our teams, we both had Livermento in that third spot on the bench. But yet again, he gets the points. He's the, I don't want to say like the Lundstrom from previous seasons, but he's the easiest or the best 4.0, 4.1 player in the game, I would say. Plus he's starting, so it's a must-have, I think, in terms of value. He's definitely a must-have in value. And I think this time, going into the next game week, if he's not in the first team, he's probably going to be the first on the bench because I feel like he's he's going to get some some points. And I think looking at your team as well going forward, Rafinha might be an issue with the Brazilian players and him playing another game in the international week. Do you know any more about that? I waited up until today, I think, because he they played three games in this break. Mm. Two, the first two games, he came off the bench, but he played very well. And so there were rumors that he was going to start the third game, which isn't ideal. Um, but at the same time, I mean, yes, I have activated the wild card. And at the moment, he is still in the team. And I'm quite happy with the setup that I have. I'm quite happy to keep him because he's playing well. Leaders' fixtures are very good, and the rest of my squad can handle benching him this week if need be. Would you consider buying him for someone like Traore? Knowing what you know at the moment? Uh, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't buy him. Uh, so I'm a little concerned if he's going to come back and play or not. So right now, I would not would not buy him. But if he, if he is playing, then those fixtures are just fantastic. But if he if he's not playing, Dan James could be a pun. That's a one week punch, sure. Or you could just make yeah, super one week. Although you have yeah, you have to consider getting Trent back as well. Yeah, for me, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if I had to choose between getting Trent or buying a potential Rafinha player, I'd probably go for Trent. Yeah. Knowing that. But let's get into a wildcard, not wildcard discussion, but game week discussion from the last game week. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure you've forgotten about the results as much as I have. So it'll be a good refresher. Yeah, looking at these scores, I'm, I'm trying to think, really? Is this what happened just two weeks ago? Was it just two weeks ago? Yeah, barely. I mean, the, the first game was Manchester United versus Everton. Yeah. Probably news. not what we expected. Yeah, Ronaldo being benched. 
yeah, and benching your best player, great. What a, I'm sure Benitez was thrilled. Absolutely. And I think in hindsight, it was expected because he played 90 minutes the week before and then they played the last game in the Champions League on the Wednesday. So, and, and then the, he scored that last minute goal, right? Yeah. So, to expect him to start the next game that weekend and then have the international break. And yeah, he's, yes, he's bagged in the hat trick again this international break. Mm. But now they have, I think, United's run for the next six uh, games in all competitions is crazy. So, I don't know. He's not going to play 90 minutes every week. So, to me, it's a good sell, in my opinion. Yeah, it's one of those difficult ones because we're looking at Lukaku. Lukaku hasn't played with Belgium. And so if Lukaku is injured, I'd keep Ronaldo. The only other person I'd want to go to is possibly Vardy. And I do think Ronaldo is going to score a few goals in those fixtures. So, yeah, it's quite difficult. I, I, I think he should be playing. I think any team that is playing Manchester United, when they see that Ronaldo's not playing, it must it must give them a psychological lift. Definitely. And I think the more that they don't play him, as soon as he doesn't play a full game and the result is a bad one, it just adds to the likelihood of Solskjaer getting sacked before December. Yeah. There must be so much pressure on Solskjaer now. Yeah. Are you considering so, yeah, keeping that was Shaw a bit uh, I think the problem with my team is there's so many things that could be changed because many players are flopping. Shaw's not doing great. He just had a terrible... He gave away a terrible penalty for England. Oh, sorry. My cat is crazy. <laughs> and, yeah, so... I'd like to get rid of Shaw because I I don't see Manchester United keeping a clean sheet until possibly Watford. Uh, so Shaw's a priority, to be honest. I think his price is going to drop. And he's been an absolute... He is the player I'm most disappointed with in all of my team, probably. Yeah, I think so too. If you if you were to rank... Maybe I shouldn't ask you now. I'll ask you at the end. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go through the results and do that. Yeah. Burnley and Norwich, I have nothing to say. Burnley oh, should have won. Norwich, impressive. They got a point. <laughs> yeah, well done. Stick it to the man. They just yeah. need 11 more to, to match Derby's point record in the Premier League. We don't want that. No. <laughs> Chelsea, Southampton, did you watch this? No. Actually, you know why I didn't watch this? Ronaldo had flopped and you had Lukaku as captain. And <laughs> I had many messages gloating like, hoo, 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 what did I tell you? Don't captain Ronaldo. And I thought, <sighs> and so I get the update on my phone. Chelsea up 1-0. And I think, oh my God, who scored? Uh, I don't know who scored. can't remember. I just remember thinking, thank God it's not Lukaku. I see it's two goals. It's not Lukaku. Three goals. It's not Lukaku. And did Lukaku have a goal disallowed? Or an he assist did. disallowed? A goal right, so, for offside. So I saw it flashed up, Lukaku goal, VAR check or something. I just thought, I can't do any fantasy football streams with Challen anymore. I retire. <laughs> I'm going to retire before I lose my hair. <laughs> I think it was a weird one because no, I think Shalaba scored the first goal, hmm. the, the cheap defender, and then... Uh, yeah, Lukaku then got the 
offside goal, which when that's when I first messaged you, got excited, and then it was ruled out for, I guess, rightfully offside. And he had a couple of other chances, but it's so frustrating watching him and Werner play together because they have the potential to be so good and they link up so well. I think Lukaku could have had two assists, but Werner couldn't finish. And for the for the winner at the end of the game, Werner ended up tapping in like right in front of Lukaku. So on another day he would be in front of Lukaku or in front of Werner, but yeah. Good game overall. Yeah, I saw Werner also scored for Germany as well. What? Just laughing at your cat, <laughs> commentating. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why he's just sitting there going, "Wow, <laughs> he's just having a he's having a good old time." And yeah, so I saw Werner scored for Germany. Uh, I think Newcastle should go get Werner this January. That's actually a very good talking point. We can talk about that just now, yeah. just briefly. But yeah, there's a yeah, few players should buy. Yeah, there is a few. Newcastle is a big po- talking point, really. We sh- we should have mentioned this at the beginning of the stream. Forgot entirely. Yeah, Steve yeah, Bruce is. I... Is he gone? No, not yet. Uh, actually, I haven't checked today. But as far as I know, no, not yeah. yet. They-, they had the day off today. I saw he took a training session, hmm. and I'm pretty sure he'll be gone. And Jose Mourinho will be back in the Premier League and win next year with Newcastle. But what, what's your thoughts on it, on Newcastle's takeover? I'm happy for Newcastle that Mike Ashley is gone. I'm happy that they're going to inevitably spend money like crazy, which is good for them. It's a big club overall, so they need that kind of investment. It depends on who they end up getting as like a director of football enough transfers so that you don't buy stupid players like QPR did back in the day. And besides that, it also depends on their manager. I don't think they're going to... To me, I don't see the point in sacking him now, per se, because you're only going to sign players in January. But then again, I can see why you would sack Bruce now, because why not get the new manager in ASAP and let him choose his transfers before January? But yeah, as long as they have a long-term vision, I don't mind. Uh, we won't get into the, the moral and eth- ethical sides of the owners because it, we can't control that. So it's neither yet nor there. What do you think? Yeah, the moral issue aside, I think seeing Newcastle the last... You know, when we grew up, Newcastle had amazing players. They were so close to win the Premier League. And when I think of the Premier League, Newcastle is one of those teams that I think of. So for the fans, for Newcastle, I think it's really well-deserved because unlike Chelsea, they weren't founded in 2003, Challen. They have have some history. (laughs) And, you know, as a a Chelsea fan, I think you've enjoyed these years since Abramovich has come in. And Chelsea have played great football. They've won the Premier League multiple times, just won the Champions League. It would be nice for Newcastle fans to win something more than the championship. So I, I also I think it's kind of good for the Premier League. Yeah, I think you'll see the best players in the Premier League. Uh, I, I think hopefully it makes the Premier League more competitive with Chelsea having another rival, Man City. But then again, it might be more difficult for other teams to compete. If you could. Uh, I- Putting you on the spot, uh, if yeah. you could sign one, don't say Messi or Ronaldo, 
If you could sign one player for Newcastle, realistically, yeah. who would you sign? Yeah. Who do you think yeah. would actually consider I, I, joining? I don't think it's realistic, but Haaland would be cool. an insane signing. Like, would be in, incredible for Newcastle, but I just don't think he would go there. I don't think they have the players there at the moment. I think it's going to take quite a few seasons to build a team. And I don't think Newcastle are going to be competing for five or six seasons. And regarding Steve Bruce, you were just saying as well, maybe keep him in. But Newcastle are in a really dangerous position in the league. Yeah. And so, you know, they're, they're right down in a relegation battle. You don't want to give Steve Bruce two, three, four more games because you could be in a point next season where Newcastle inevitably are fighting a relegation battle. And they, they should have got rid of the manager earlier. So, unfortunately for Steve Bruce... If I was the director and I, I want Newcastle to succeed, I'd probably get rid of him. It does make sense, but they'd end up at the moment. They'd probably employ like the under twenty ones manager or the assistant assistant manager until January, yeah. probably. So I don't see the. I get the logic, but also don't. So, who would you bring in? You you can bring on a player for Newcastle, Robert Earnshaw. <laughs> bring him back. Craig Bellamy. Oh, Craig Bellamy. <laughs> um, probably the one that interests Alan me Shearer. most is Raheem Sterling. Do you think he'd go to Newcastle though? I don't think that's realistic. He, he hasn't played much this season. He's, he's, I think he's in his last year of his contract or last two years. Mm. Throw, throw a ton of money at him. Tell him he's going to be the center point of the team, which he hasn't been at City for ages. And tell him, okay, let's go try and win something, which I think he would enjoy. I could see him going to a team like Arsenal, or yeah, similar. Another team that's definitely competing, but Newcastle. He, he's he's still young. He's still a great player. I think I don't think he'd go new. I think Newcastle should follow the new the Manchester City example, where Manchester City got all that money. They kind of went for the has been players, the players who were towards the twilight. They went for Peter Schmeichel. They were like, okay, you. Yeah. I mean, Tevez. This, yeah. They just went for ex-Manchester United rejects. They were like, you used to be good. Get him. At the same time, you don't want to get players who are just old. Again, like QPR did. Oh, yeah. But QPR are completely just, that's... That was bad. Anton Ferdinand. Terrible. Star signing. Sean yeah, I remember when they signed Ferdinand, and I was just like, "What? Why would you sign Ferdinand? This is it's ridiculous." There's a few very nice options, but I think for me, I like the idea of you, you buy Sterling, and in their current team, you have Callum Wilson up front, fast striker. On the right, you have Saint Maximin, who's a creative winger, and then on the left, you have Sterling, who's again fast thing that he's doing at City. So it kind of works, but again, it depends on what they end up doing around him, and how much money they throw at him as well. But they're not going to... It's going to be a lot of money. And I see people... I mean, they're linked with Coutinho and a couple of other Barcelona rejects as well as... Obviously, they're linked yeah. with Mbappe as well, which makes... That's just stupid. It's not going to happen. But I think that's just for the memes. Yeah. I, I like all the memes. Like, it's been my dream to play for Newcastle. <laughs> anyway... Leeds and Watford. Did you watch that? Did you remember who scored? I don't. 
I saw Dan James came off at half time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He, oh, yeah. was it Rafina? Wasn't it Rafina scored? I think Rafina scored. No, he, was it? No, no, he, no, 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 no. It wasn't him. He was in your team. He got three points. Who was it? I can't remember. I think it was a defender, Llorente, I think, off a corner. That's what comes to mind. But yeah, but just again, Leeds attacking very well. Good for them to get a win. And yeah, um, not good for Watford. Yeah, I'm. I'm was considering Saw on my wild card, but again, their fixtures aren't the best. So, and they just sacked their manager, got Ranieri. So who knows? What oh, that's another talking point. Yeah, I just realised. Oh my days! Yeah, we've had a two-week break. We're sorry to the audience. We're a bit rusty. <laughs> we we well, put a lot of effort into planning this as well. <laughs> we did, and Wolves versus Newcastle. A brace from Wang He Chan and a brace of assist from Jimenez. Were you annoyed after finding out that because you, you got Saint Maximin in? But your option up front was Jimenez. So were you annoyed? Mm. I know you didn't want triple wolves, but uh, I was I wasn't annoyed because there was never any moment where I was going to put in a, a third wolves player into the team. So I saw that Huang Hee Chan is the one um, I, I'm a little sad about because when he first joined, I was joking. Oh, I want a South Korean player in my team. Uh, and I, I, I wasn't really willing to risk it, and he's been amazing. He's what a player. He's a he strong. He's a strong boy. Eh? He's got the ability to finish as well, which is nice. It's kind of like he's yeah. got like Son in that sense. They've clinical finishes. Hmm. So hmm. interested to see what he ends up doing. He's very cheap at the moment. Five point, maybe five point six now. So yeah, he's cheap. He's he would be a good player if you have a wild card. He's, he's, he's keeping, a really good player to put in. He's keeping your other signing out of your team at the moment, Traore. So yeah, hard to argue with him scoring. And that that's my regret that I picked him and I didn't go with Townsend or who was the other Everton player I was considering? Gray, Decore maybe. Gray, Decore, oh, yeah, Gray. one of those. It was one of those three. And they've done great since Calvert Lewin's been gone. They've been doing really well, and my Wolves players just have not been doing well. My defender's been doing okay. Yeah, uh, Newcastle got on the score sheet, but who knows what to expect from them going forward? And then the main event of the weekend was Brighton and Arsenal nil with a nil-nil draw. Yeah, I was surprised by this to be to be quite honest, but I did see. But I did see it was absolutely lashing it down with rain in Brighton. Yeah, and I do think that had uh, if if the, if it was a sunny day, I think Arsenal at the time with the confidence they would have obliterated them. But it suits Brighton down to the ground. They train in these conditions, and so I think nil nil for Brighton at home is is quite good. And for Arsenal, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth after such good momentum of the previous three games. I agree. Uh, it's a tough one for me going forward again on the wild card with what to do with my mm. Brighton. The the popular picks on the wild card in goalkeepers are either Sanchez, Ramsdale, or Brentford's Raya. 
And yeah. at the moment, I have no reason to sell Sanchez because I know that Brighton, we'll, we'll get into that just now, Brighton don't concede many chances. So there's always a chance of them doing well. But at the same time, Ramsdale um, has good fixtures. That's it. Ramsdale, I think, has really good fixtures. And he's really proved himself and he looks like he's nailed on. I don't yeah. see Leno getting back in the team. But okay, yeah, the thing to keep in mind is that he's he's now four point six, whereas Sanchez is four point five still, and Raya is four point yeah. six as well. And that point one makes a really big difference. A massive difference, as you we will <laughs> see later on. But yeah, Crystal yeah. Palace and Leicester on Sunday, uh, two all draw. I'm not gonna what, lie, I don't what is going on about this game. Well, Leicester were two 0 up, right? Yes. Yes, they were. were. They Crystal Palace were two 0 up, or Leicester were two 0 up. I think it was Leicester that were two 0 up. <laughs> I can't remember, but I th- isn't this the game it, where Vardy scored a hat trick? Yeah, hard Vardy. <laughs> Vardy <laughs> scored himself a hat trick. Yeah, yeah, wrong hat trick, but and he still did so good. I saw other people had Vardy in their team and got a shed load of points, and I thought, hey, yeah, a, a, a brace goal, and a own goal. Yeah. But they were 2 0 up, right? I can't see it. But yeah, they definitely were. Yeah. So uh, good for Crystal Palace. Terrible for Leicester. What is going on at Leicester? At least they're scoring goals. Both teams, that is. Do you think do you think Rogers might be in a little bit of a a pickle? I don't think so. I think they're very, very patient. Unless, again, unless Newcastle comes in there and throws money at Rodgers, I don't see why he would get sacked. He's done well. Do you think Rodgers would, if it was Rodgers' choice, do you think he would leave for Newcastle? I, I, ooh, I don't know. Like if, I was, if I was Rodgers and Newcastle said, look, we're going to give you a shed, shed load of cash, I would think the moment I go three games without a win, they're going to get rid of me because they're probably going to be impatient, right? Yeah, Leicester are definitely more patient, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if question marks start coming over as Rogers because they're just not delivering. They're not performing this season. They should be doing better. They should be, but I think with time they'll be fine. But we team... usually talk about Leicester as a top four contender. Mm. And they're nowhere near that this season, are they? Not at the moment, but I think they will get there, most likely. Top 10 do, at least. Do you think so? Yeah, I, that's one. I think this season, probably top 10. Top 6 would be nice, but top 4, I think it's, it's, it's out of sight already. I think that the big four clubs are the favourites for that this season. Spurs, I don't see doing much. Leicester, maybe. West Ham will, I think, inevitably just drift away because of Europa and not being used to it. So I'm not entirely sure, but I think that's how it's going to end up going. Yeah. Spurs are doing well, though. They've improved their record. 2-1 win over Villa. A brace of assists for Son. I don't have any of their players. How do you feel not owning any Spurs players? Uh, well, I mean, they've come off the back of three games lost and then they've just won one. Not owning Son is the biggest concern. Uh, I wanted Son from the beginning of this, the season. Uh, so, so that is 
that is a shame. But his price is just so weird because it's it's 10 million, right? So he's it's a premium player. But to fit him in with the likes of Salah, Trent, and Lukaku, and that, it's really difficult. It's yeah, it's a very awkward price point. Where because yeah. at, at the moment with the big players that we have up front, it means that we have we can only afford Salah in midfield, and then the rest have to be either six point five or less. So mm. to find that extra three million from somewhere, it's it's like drawing blood from a stone at the moment. It's the worst for me on a wild card because I'm trying to put him in, and it's just, uh, yeah. What are you thinking about your West Ham players after they've lost two one to Brentford, or do you only you only have Antonio, right? What do you mean, my West Ham players? I only have Antonio. Okay, you're one West Ham player then. Uh, I think I missed the golden time to own the West Ham players. And I've shoehorned Antonio back into my into my team, right? I tried to get Ben Ben Rama, and then he quickly left it when I wild carded, and then I got Antonio back. And I, I just I think with their fixtures coming up, I, I don't really expect much from Antonio, but I won't be moving him on anytime soon. Yeah, he's still the best priced striker in his bracket, like in terms of form points. Oh, yeah attacking numbers yeah. and everything so there's no point in getting rid of him yet no so if i if i was wild carding i might take a punt moving him on especially if i want to get son back in the team well not back in the team into the team uh but at the moment he's he's in my team and he can stay it's but brentford very impressed by this team that's just been promoted yeah what do you are you at all considering Mbermo or Tony again? Yeah, I was looking at Tony. I thought, oh, Tony would be a good price striker to bring back in the team, uh, especially if I want to afford to bring a son in. I'd have to downgrade possibly Antonio. Uh, so I think Brentford and Tony are good options going forward. Definitely. Especially looking for that extra money. And then yeah. the main event for the weekend, Liverpool and Man City. I watched that. I don't think you did. But yeah, Mo Salah was on his, at his absolute best. And City, again, even though they were playing very well, Liverpool attacking-wise, very good on the day. Yeah, I watched, I watched the highlights and Salah is just absolutely so annoying. That moment you think now, they're playing Man City. This, I think you you came up with a stat that they'd only faced five shots or something in, in the opening four games. They play Liverpool, and Liverpool just tear them to shreds. And Salah, what a player. And I'm very confused why no one ever talks about Salah for winning any award. don't know if I should have mentioned the, which award. <laughs> But what does that man have to do? I think at the moment he's he is better than Ronaldo. He's better than Messi. I think, do you if, think he'll ever win. Yeah, I think he will. But it, it, ultimately, I think yeah. if they had done better in Europe last season, or even one mm. league, then they would have. He would have been maybe top five in terms of potential winners. But because he didn't, kind of gets overlooked. 
But he also didn't even win player of the month and Ronaldo won player of the month. And I saw that and that, that, that confused me, but <laughs> those that's, awards that's are stupid. Who's anyway. voting on this, on these panels? Because so I want their job because it probably pays more than my job <laughs> and I can do a better job. Yeah, it's probably Sir Alex. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> There's nobody better than Ronaldo. <laughs> Anyway, let's have a look at some of the attacking numbers or team stats uh, since game week four, the last international break, until the most recent one now. And attacking-wise, top four clubs. Yeah, as expected, Liverpool, Man United, Wolves, still doing very well attacking-wise, but not scoring too much. Chelsea, Brentford, and Man City. And yeah, so attacking-wise... I think every team there, you you expect them all. It makes a lot of sense. Especially um, Brentford. <laughs> the way they play, they don't mind going for it, but they're also pretty solid defensively. And this is uh, ranked by minutes per big chance. And again, these all these stats come from Fantasy Football Scout, so join their members area and have a look at them. On the opposite end of the table, though, it's a bit worrying seeing Southampton, Leeds, and Brighton there. So not tempted by their players, are you? No, and I'm shocked that Norwich are down there as well. Like <laughs> a team like Norwich, why are they four from the bottom? Norwich, what's yeah. going on? Uh, I'm not surprised by Southampton. Not surprised by Brighton. Uh, I'm surprised by Leeds because they're an attacking team. Yes, uh, I would say the stat that I managed to sort it by is maybe a bit uh, confusing. If you look at the next column, the minutes per chance is yeah. if you look at Leeds's, it's 5.9. And if you compare it to Liverpool, who's five, it's more, it shows you how much attacking they actually do. But the big chances, because uh, Leeds haven't had a striker for the last month with Bamford being out, they've mm. largely been creating chances from like outside of the box with Rafinha shooting and that kind of thing. So big chances are slightly lower at the moment. But still the good teams to look out for. Yeah, that makes sense. In terms of their defense, though, team stats, once again, uh, sorted by minutes per big chance conceded. Lo and behold, the worst team defensively is Norwich. 31.7 minutes per big chance conceded. Uh, Watford, Southampton also there. So not looking good for the two promoter teams. And you can see why Watford sacked their manager. It's, but it's nice to see Norwich at top of a league. Yeah. It's not often that happens, is it? Not at all. I think Norwich, Norwich fans see this. They think they're back in the championship. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Canary sitting on the pretty perch. Look at that. Yeah, I think nothing's surprising here. Norwich, Watford, Southampton. Maybe Tottenham is a little surprising. Newcastle, Brentford, Crystal Palace. But yeah, there's nothing, nothing shocking here, is there? Not really, but again, the, the opposite end of the table, this showing you teams yeah. who are actually good at defending. They don't concede many big chances. Mm. Arsenal, by far and away the best. 190 minutes per big chance conceded. So once every two and a half games, they're <laughs> conceding a big chance. And then Wolves this is, and Brighton. This is every Arsenal fan's nightmare. Arsenal at the arse of the table. But luckily, yeah. it's, not the, it's not the worst table to be at the arse end. Yeah, Arsenal have been pretty good. I think Ramsdale and goal is really helping. 
It is. They're limiting their opponents to not concede many chances in the box too. So mm. much like Man City. So there's a reason why they're doing well defensively. So again, looking at yeah. Brighton and Arsenal, I don't think it really matters who you end up going with uh, defensively in mean, goalkeepers wise. It's either, I think that the common thread at the moment is either Sanchez and Ben White in defense or Ramsdale and Duffy in defense. I, th- I, I, I do agree. I think choosing between Arsenal, Brighton, defenders or goalkeeper is, is quite similar. And especially with the defenders, because Arsenal, Brighton's defenders, you're hoping they'll get you a clean sheet. You're not expecting them to go score you a goal like a Liverpool defender. So it might just be a budget thing. So for me, keeping Sanchez and keeping that extra one, that 0.1 million in the bank is a lifeline. I think so too. And the, I don't want to say the annoying thing. The, a lot of problems that you have on a wild card is that you, tend to feel like you you are obligated to wildcard away from the players that are commonly picked at the moment. So players like Duffy and Sanchez, even Ben White, a lot of people still have them in their teams because they started with them, right? So mm-hmm. therefore, the temptation on the wildcard is to get rid of them and get the Ramsdales, get the other players, when in actual fact, they could end up doing very well. I do think when you're when you're wildcarding, that is such a temptation to think, okay, I need I need a few differential players, and I am wildcarding, so I need to justify that, and so I want to, I'm going to change everything I can. Yeah, I'm trying not but to. But it's do that. okay to to keep. Yeah, because when I wildcarded, I kept a, a number of players. I kept Trent. Uh, shockingly, I kept Shaw. Uh, I kept Sanchez. Yeah. So apart from Shaw, sometimes there are some players who who should just stay in your team. Some players who should stay in our teams. Having a look at the defenders from the last three game weeks in terms of their expected goal involvement. Yeah. Topping topping that stat is Aspel Equator, definitely being considered on the wild card, but maybe a bit too expensive, six point one. Matt Ritchie somehow target. And Trent again. Somehow. <laughs> Alonso is there. And at the bottom of that list, we have, or, yeah, it's Ruben Diaz, Walker Peters, and Brentford's Pinnock. Uh, are any of these players tempting you besides just Trent? Well, before I tell you, I'm well informed that Richie is actually an avid listener to the stream, but I think after what you just said, he's, he's going to. Not listen anymore. It's going to block. Not surprisingly, Richie, he's going to block. He'll play Fantasy Challenge. <laughs> don't want to listen to those idiots. Uh, I, you know, you just, I think you just hit the nail on the head. I would love that Chelsea defender, but he's 6.1. And I also, I kept enough money in the bank so I could go back to Trent. Uh, so I think he's a little bit out of reach at 6.1. But um, if I was moving Shaw on, which I'd like to possibly do, then, I, you know, actually, I need to I need to look at the fixtures because I'm not sure what Newcastle's fixtures are like. Um, I'm really not sure, you know. I wouldn't. We're going to look at the fixtures just now. But uh, the, yeah. 
if you were to choose between, because you have the money in the bank, would you yeah. choose to get Trent this week or would you rather get a Man City defender who has three great games, including this week against Burnley? Yeah, Man City do have some amazing fixtures and I've been worried I don't have any Man City guys <laughs> in my team. And, you know, was it last season that Cancelo kind of burst onto the scene? Or was yeah. it the season before? And I had him in my team so early on that he did so, so good. And I haven't had him in my team this year and he's doing great. And so he's another player I kind of want back in my team. I miss that guy. We had good times together, you know. He's surprisingly not on this list uh, for whatever mm. reason. But, I mean, Diaz is here. And I think it's, again, the worry is rotation. Same with Chelsea. Yeah. But, again, yeah. you currently in your team, you have Rudiger. So you have to decide. He's going to be your player who plays most weeks. So do you want to end up getting Diaz, who's going to play two? Or do you want the more attacking option in Cancelo, maybe? But Rudiger might... He's yellow flagged at the moment, so if he's injured, yeah. then I have a big, I have a big problem that I might have to stay with Shaw because I can't make too many moves. I think the difficulty this week, a lot of people are going to have a lot of injuries. Personally, I think they're all fine. I think both Lukaku and Rudiger are fine. The yeah. only reason Rudiger didn't play, they said, uh, resting muscle or his back injury or something. But the, mm -hmm. I would say the main reason is is that the, the game was against. Macedonia, I think it was. It was a really, really I think so. bad game. So like there was no reason to play him. So yeah. why not give him a rest? And with Lukaku, Belgium had just lost in the Nations League semi-final. They only had to play the third and fourth playoff. So again, there's not, nothing to play for. Give him a rest. Yeah. So I think you're fine there. Midfielders, though. Uh, Attacking midfielders over the last three game weeks. Salah and Mane dominating the top three. Top three. Zaha is there too. And of course, Jota. And then Burmo from Brentford at 5.5, showing his value. And Townsend just below him with two. And Rafinha as well. Good options for yeah, you Townsend to replace. Townsend has been very impressive. Yeah, good options for you to replace Traore with. Yeah. Uh, also, I was reading that Jota might be a player that's not going to play this weekend. And if that's true... I think that's true. Then that's another concern. And I, yeah. So, so if that's the case, then my team is really... Do you have looking. him as well? Yeah, I have Jota as well. I, pretty much everyone I have has a little flag <laughs> next to them saying, help me. I'm in Leighton's team and I don't want to play. <laughs> oh, Annie Wildcarded. Just, just add some salt to the wounds. So you, yeah. you might you have to. I do, but I wildcarded, so yeah. I've gotten rid of him. Oh right, right. Yeah, so I, I've got a, some choices to make. Do I get rid of Traore? Do I get rid of Shaw? Do I get rid of Jota? Oh, it's, it's a, it's a minefield, and I never like that game. I've just thought of something, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest it to you at the end and see what you say. I'm not and I will say it. no, and then gonna, it will happen. Pose pose it to you but we'll see um okay. bottom of this list uh, Trincao, bernardo grealish and saka uh saka i think he's it's okay that he's down there he's still very good for them their fixtures are great i would keep yeah. him yeah i'd keep him saka forwards 
best forward over the last few weeks, apparently. And maybe this is why they gave him the award. Ronaldo, best for expected goal involvement, 3.66. Ivan Tony in second. Jamie Vardy, the goal machine. Lukaku and Werner, top five. And then St. Maximan and Aubameyang. Interesting top few players. Uh, and the only one I'd argue I'm surprised by is probably Tony. His consistency against the big clubs over the last few weeks has been surprising. Even though he hasn't scored many goals, his link-up play has been great. Yeah. And he's setting up in Burma more often than not. Wang Hee-chan in the middle of that table there, despite not playing many games, already has three goals to his name. 5.6 million. So surely worth considering. Surely. Surely, surely, surely. Although he, he I to me, he, have a Korean player in the team. To me, he's the kind of striker who you buy him now, and for some reason, they play Traore this weekend at Benjamin. That would be my dream. My dream. <laughs> Please, Traore. Yeah. I've got to keep him, maybe. <laughs> Please. Traore scores a, a goal and gets an assist. That'd be great. Anyway, yeah, are the fixtures for you? Uh, I have the game weeks from 8 to 15 here currently, and the top of the fixture ticket at the moment are Leeds and Chelsea and Southampton with some very good fixtures over the next three weeks. Uh, so I'm quite happy, as I mentioned earlier, to keep Rafinha because even if he doesn't play against Southampton, I'm happy to play him against whoever they play next. Chelsea, I think Brentford might hold firm this weekend. But again, next week they play Norwich, so I'm easily going to have at least one or two players on the wild card there. And what about you? Are you worried about not having that many Leeds and Chelsea players? I mean, I'm worrying about many things here, Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm worried about quite a few things. I, I was just looking at my team because I've got Livramento. He's, he's the first player on the bench at the moment. And they're playing Leeds. And if Rafina doesn't play and Bamford's not playing, then Livermento will probably be in the, my team. Yeah, it's a good option to have if that's the case. Who else is yeah. on your bench? Alan? Oh, let me double check. Uh, yeah, Alan and Williams for the mighty Canaries. Uh. Don't you err uh, the Canaries? <laughs> not a good option, right? That's why he's that's why he's third on the bench at the moment. Yeah, it makes sense. But like uh, this week, you have Ronaldo. Okay, so looking at the bottom of the fixture ticket, we have Watford, West Ham, and United with Everton also there. United having a very bad run coming up. Ronaldo's already suffered a price drop earlier last week. Maybe even another one before this weekend. There's a lot of potential fires to put out, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be off camera for a second, but don't worry, I still talk. But, okay. Uh, with Ronaldo, I know his price has dropped a little, but it's not a concern. It's good for people who are hard, maybe, because they can get him in their team. But I'm not, I'm not too worried. I mean, these are the mighty Red Devils challenge. Manchester United, history of 27 years under a Scottish manager. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Let's see where. Eddie's back. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the scenery. 
<laughs> yes, the Welsh flag in the background. And this little happy cloud. Yeah, I think for you at the moment. Oh, my Wales beat Estonia last night. One nil. Can I still qualify for the World Cup? Or Euros probably or not. whatever? Uh, well, actually, they probably won't get second in their group. And they've already booked a qualification route through the Nations League. So they can get a qualification match. But I, I don't think Wales will get to the World Cup. I want to be okay. in Scotland's group. Scotland have the easiest World Cup group. <sighs> or England's. Anyway, back to Premier League. <laughs> I think this week for you, you just have to worry about the immediate danger. And that's just to, yeah, like worry about who's definitely not playing this week. And if they are playing, even if they're playing like a half, I would keep them and try and hope that the same happens as last week where everyone has a bad week. That's my hope. Yeah. Never have I hoped my team does so badly before. I'm like, Salah, please don't score, Antonio. You know, it's okay if you pull your hamstring today. Speaking of Salah, uh, yeah. predictions for this game week. Let's rapid fire okay. through them. And first first yeah. game of the weekend, Watford versus Liverpool. What are you going? Yeah. You know, Watford actually normally can pull off a result against Liverpool. So I'm going to go... Three nil to Liverpool. Nice. Uh, me, Star. I'm gonna say three nil as well. Uh, yeah. Cap the captaincy. Oh, it's Star. gonna be an issue because it's the early kickoff and the whole myth behind not captaining the early kickoff player will be tested this week. Don't worry about myths. This is Salah. He's Egyptian. He breaks all these myths. True. Aston Villa Wolves, a Birmingham derby. I'm going with a. Aston Villa win. Oh, okay. One one. It's not one, a Birmingham one. derby. It's it's Birmingham of Wolverhampton. Yeah. Different yeah, cities, yeah. man. That area, man. I forgot yeah, the word. The Midlands derby. The Midlands. The Midlands there we Midlands go. Derby. That's what I meant. Oh, if that, you know what? You've you've lost Richie as a subscriber from Newcastle, and now everyone in Wolverhampton is going to say, "What does yes. that talent man just say about it? <laughs> Birmingham derby?" Anyway, go on, go on. What's what's your prediction? One 0 Villa. They're in good form. Villa, you going with the Villa. city of Birmingham? Yeah, I am. Well, I'm going to keep our subscribers happy. I'm going to say Wolves are going to win one nil. Another one goal. Yeah. Okay. They'll be like this: Wang Hichan, one nil. Leighton was correct. Leicester Man United. Oh, the Devils are going to be making the foxes regret everything what does the fox say well Leighton says you know what Leicester are in such bad form but Manchester United are not in great form uh, I'm going to say 3-2 to Manchester United wow high scoring yeah I two all draw I tend to agree with the high scoring this uh, Man City <laughs> Man City, Burnley. I am going to... Burnley hate playing against Man City and City love them. So, 4 or 5-0 Man City. When Manchester City come off of a draw and they play a team like Burnley, you know it's going to be an absolute hiding. Yeah, I'm going to go with 4-0 to Manchester City. 
so worrying not having many of their players. Yeah. <laughs> if, Norwich. You know, I had Grealish at the beginning of the season. And it just, I just see Grealish going and getting the hat trick or something. Like, yeah. Why did I get rid of Grealish? I got rid of Grealish and I brought Traore. What do you think? The, the Battle of the Birds. Uh, seagulls are bigger than canaries. So I'll say. <laughs> you know what? Norwich are awful. I'm going Brighton. Brighton are going to get some good goals. 2 0 Brighton. Ooh, defensively, I agree with you with Brighton, but I think Norwich need a win. Uh, I don't, I can't, it feels wrong. I mean, they always need a win challenge. It's not like the first five games, though, but we don't need this one. But this is like their first real chance at getting a win at home. And I don't want to predict a Norwich win because I hate Norwich, but 1 1. Why do you hate Norwich? What have Norwich okay. done to you, Challen? Nothing. Southampton versus Leeds. I'm going with a ooh. If if Rafinha isn't playing, then Southampton win one 0 If Rafinha is playing, then I'll probably sway the other way. One 0 Leeds. Yeah, this is a really tricky one, right? Mm. I don't want Leeds to score because Livramento is, is in my team. Uh, if Rafina is not playing, then I think I'm gonna go. I think it's gonna be boring. I think it's gonna be nil nil. Oof. And the main event of Saturday: Chelsea versus oh, Brentford versus Chelsea. What do you think? You know, when bees sting, they die. So they're gonna <laughs> score a goal and then get slapped up. Uh, I'm sorry, Brentford. I think it's it's going well, but. Chelsea about to rip you apart. 3-1 to Chelsea. Boo. Uh, I tend to agree, but I'm going to keep the clean sheet for Chelsea. 2-0 Chelsea. Sunday, Everton, West Ham. Draw. I don't know what, but it's going to be a draw. It's Moyes versus his old club. It's Benitez versus a club he didn't manage. So, uh, I think West Ham... A ride in the luck. I think Everton Everton have got this. It's at the Goodison Park. Nice good result for them. 1-0 Everton. I think Richarlison and DCL are back in training, I think. 2-0 so. Everton. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle Spurs. Newcastle on a high after being bought, but no players, no manager probably. Um, Spurs. Field, no one. <laughs> <laughs> Spurs 2-0. Son brace. Kane, brace yeah, uh, they're going to all be singing their songs and they, they won't care. They'll be like, it doesn't matter. It's the, it's the first game of the new regime. Yeah, I'm going with Spurs. I think Kane will finally get on the score sheet. 2-0. Uh, and Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Uh, Vieira is going back to Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Crystal Palace have been doing really well recently. Uh, but I, I think Arsenal will edge this one. I'll say 2-1 two, 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 Arsenal. Yeah, this is frustrating because I think Palace will score. And this then defeats mm. the purpose of me having Ramsdale in goal. Especially yeah. if I think Brighton are going to keep a clean sheet against Norwich. Um, yeah. 2-1 Arsenal. And I think... Yeah, Palace will score. 
maybe take the lead early on. Yeah. I think this is going to be a tough game week. I think so. Tough game week. And I think the wildcarders could end up having a big one if they captain differentials, but potentially. Look at our teams. You mentioned not having a Man City player earlier, but you have the legendary Scott Carson on your bench. Who's the backup goalkeeper for them? The legend. <laughs> the I legend. brought him in because why, why did I bring him in? I can't remember. Uh, Edison. Oh, didn't play. Edison wasn't playing. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I do have a City player on my team. Great. Okay. All my worries are gone. I'm so excited. You have one free transfer, 3.3 in the bank. What are your captaincy? Yeah. What are you going to do? And what are your transfers potentially going to be? I don't care about no myths about captaining the, the first game of the week. Salah is my captain. I don't care. Nothing's changing this time. Nothing's changing. You hear me? <laughs> Sticking with it. Uh, but my transfer, I have, I have absolutely no idea where to go. Shaw could go. If Rudiger's injured, I don't, I'm not sure. Traore. I'm keeping Ronaldo. I don't think I'm going to Lukaku. I might regret that. I think I'm going to keep Ronaldo. Oh, I really don't know. Go on. You, you said before, I have a really good idea and I'll tell you later. So go on, tell me. I agree with you keeping Ronaldo. That can wait because who knows with Leicester's defence, you could get a couple yeah. of goals there. Um, so the priority would be checking whether Rudiger is fit and whether Shaw is worth keeping. And Traore. So it's one of those three, surely. Oh, and Jota as well. Sorry, Jota. Yeah, Jota, actually... yeah. So scratch that. Uh, it'll be Rudiger and Jota being fit. And if if Rudiger is fit, like I think, and Jota isn't, then your decision comes down to get Trent for sure, which on paper I think is the best option. Mm-hmm. Or you could take Jota out and replace him with a certain Spurs midfielder because you have the money in the bank. Now, if I go Jota to Son, that is me signing a contract saying I'm not going back to Trent. For now. Yeah. Because you're probably probably going to sell Ronaldo in the coming weeks. Which gives you, if yeah. you're going to get Lukaku, that gives you a one one million, and then you'll probably sell Traore, yeah. and get another one million, which gives you enough money yeah. to get Shaw to Trent. You just need to hope he doesn't yeah, go quite possibly. But I, I think before the game week begins, they'll have a, a tinker, and it could go anyway. Could I could bring Son in? I might go back to Trent. Might take a hit. I, I'm really not sure. Yeah, if you're willing to take a hit, then yeah. it would probably be a good idea to just do Shaw to Trent and maybe Jota to a Man City midfielder. I like that punt as well. Yeah, I might go With... back to Grealish. No, no, not Grealish. I think it would be Foden or Torres for me. If I were Grealish. <laughs> Grealish is the man. <laughs> you did not see him on the tables earlier. He wasn't there at all. He's not there because he's waiting. In the 
but okay, let's look at my team. Oh, the current draft that I'm on wildcard wise. And currently there's no money in the bank. And I have in goal, I think the structure is more or less going to stay the same, but I'll tell you what's going to change. In goal, I currently have Ramsdale and Foster. Defense, Chilwell, Trent, Cancelo, Duffy, and Livermento. In midfield, Burmo, Rafinha, Salah, Son, and Brownhill. Up front, I still have Antonio Lukaku and Wang He Chan. What do you think of it, just on the face of it? I think this is looking nothing like the final team of your wildcard. That's what I what, think. What, what don't you like? Uh, I don't like all the good players you chose. <laughs> I would get, I'd, I'd take Lukaku out, get Pookie, uh, take Son Hung Min out, and uh, put in an injured player. Jota. Yeah, yeah Jota. Take Cancelo out and get a Norwich defender. Uh, so, just for reference, I had, I basically in midfield I had, uh, Torres, Ben Rama, Rafinha, Salah. I don't remember who the other midfielder was, but Torres and Ben Rama, oh, and Jota, those three. Jota, you Jota. And then in defence, I had Rudiger. And Do you think this midfield is better? I think for the fixtures coming up, I do. The only okay, so let me tell you in midfield, my changes would be, and it depends. So we know now that Trent is fit, so Trent stays, and the option is whether Chilwell will start this weekend. So it's either going to be Rudiger or Chilwell. Probably going to end up with Rudiger, but he is, I think, point two more. So that's why I've gone for Chilwell. In midfield, if I don't get Son, then I'm probably going to get one of Foden or Torres. But if this is as I mentioned earlier, um, on the wild card, you're more tempted to go for players you didn't have. So I already had Torres and he was crap. And now City have very good fixtures coming up. I expect City to score four against Burnley. So why wouldn't I just keep Torres? But I see Son and I think, ooh. Why not? So, I might get. Have you ever considered the Lord and Savior Townsend from Everton? No. Perfect. Screw, screw Everton. I think, <laughs> you know, Son Hung Min, they play Newcastle, which is, is amazing, right? It's perfect. It's, it's great. But then, West Ham, Man United, Everton, not the most ideal fixtures, but it's Son Hung Min, isn't it? I think they can score against all of those. Yeah. I think as well, it's it's Son Heung-min, who is the the star player of Tottenham, versus a Man City player who could be rotated, unless it's Grealish, because he's waiting in the wings. He's always played, man. Sure. Alternatively, I get, as I mentioned, I would get Torres, and that gives me like three points something in the bank, and then I could use that money to get potentially a second Man City defender instead of Duffy. So, yeah. and, you, and you could change Salah yeah. for Saar. <laughs> I could do that. So and tell me, captain him. tell me if you prefer this team or yeah. if you would rather have, so look at the team. If you could choose to not have Duffy, Son and Wang. Yeah. 
and instead have. I like the way I like the way you say Huang. Huang. Those three players leave the team, and instead I get yeah. uh, a Man City defender, second one. In yeah. midfield, in midfield, I get. I don't know. Uh, someone in the six million range, and then up front I get Tony. Would you rather have that? Um, so double double city defense, a mid price midfielder yeah. like Saw or yeah. Antoni up front. Antoni. Oh. I like Son. I like Son in the team. But when you say double city, I like I like double city. Oh. Duffy. You know, Brighton's defense is pretty good. Duffy's yeah. a nice priced player. Nice and cheap. He has pretty good fixtures, except City and Liverpool. But he can. I won't. I won't play him fine. unless I need to. Yeah. Those five midfielders are going to. Oh, four midfielders are going to play all the time. Brownhill's on the bench. It just it amazes me that Wolves still have amazing fixtures because I feel like they've had amazing fixtures for the entire Premier League campaign. Oh, that's really difficult. And then add, add to that, I have to decide whether I want to get Sanchez or Ramsdale and Duffy or White. So, or Rudiger or Chilwell. If it was me, I would. Oh, if, if it was me, I'd probably go Sanchez and White. Probably with Arsenal. With Arsenal's fixtures, I'd like White in defense. Oh, but what, I don't want Sanchez in goal for week against City and Liverpool. Man, I can't help you. I'm sorry. You, you've made me go into my wildcard mind where I'm like, oh, should I go Son Heung-min? Should I go double City defender? No, you've got a City defender. Wouldn't you prefer one City player and Son Heung-min rather than two City players and a medium-priced midfielder? It depends on the returns. Like, if I know, if I get Diaz, then I'm guaranteed, yeah. let's say, these next three games, they play Burnley, Brighton, and Crystal Palace. So surely yeah. that's a, that should be at least two clean sheets for two city defenders if I have them. If I get a city midfielder, I don't know if Torres or Foden will start. So who knows? And if I get someone like Saar, they have bad fixtures. I don't know if he's going to score. Everton have mm. bad fixtures too. I don't know if he's going to score either. Yeah. Or I get a second city, um, a second Chelsea defender. Chelsea, yeah. I don't know. There's no Chelsea midfield players interesting you right now? No. It would be no Mount, one? but no. No one else. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Nowhere near. Is How much money do you have left in the bank in this draft? 0.0. All of my money is in this well, team. And I don't like that, to be honest. But the thing is, it, yeah, it's it's a good team, though. It is. It'll do. It should do well. The the. It's very similar to what I currently have, and that's the annoying thing. Like at the moment, remember, I have my third striker is Dennis from Watford. So I'm I'm yeah. worried that Wang is much better. I'm worried that Wang is going to turn into Dennis. No, I think Wang is much better. Much better. We'll have to see. Anyway, lots of time before deadline day. We'll decide deadline day. What am I saying? Before deadline. 
Uh, let's have a look at social media. Oh, I'm probably going to captain Salah this week, as you mentioned. Uh, I'm not going to worry about probably. The... If you have the courage to go against Salah as captain, I am going to laugh at you when Salah scores three goals. <laughs> yeah, the option is Lukaku, Salah, or Son, I guess, this week. Salah or Day, isn't it? He's going to get 58 points. We can only captain. hope. We can only hope. I'm out, man. Like I said, might as well. It's a wild card. Yeah, if I have the money, so I may as well, right? Might as well. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at Fan Challenge on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook, not Facebook, YouTube, Fantasy Challenged, one word, and the podcast on where whichever podcast platform you listen to us on Apple. Spotify, Google Play, podcasts, wherever. And it's quite a long podcast this week, Layton. Wow. Yeah, quite long. There's lots to talk about. We did. Yeah, this is what happens when you take a week off. We ramble a bit. So much changed. <laughs> it has. I think so. I think we had a lot to talk about. There was a lot. Yeah, lots of changed. Wild cards, bad weeks. Hopefully next week is much better. Anyway. For me. Not for me though. Right. Oh, I hope your wild card just I hope whatever choice you make, like if you choose Son instead of Man City defenders, I hope the City Defender score. If you choose the City Defender, I hope Son scores. What happens if we friend. come what happens if we come on you next week and I've got a hundred point game week from my wild card and you don't? Oh I'm not I'm not coming on. <laughs> simple simple as that next week is a one-man show uh i'm not i'm not listening to that podcast i'm not watching it on youtube i'm just gonna stay clear <laughs> just what's the point you're you're smug enough when you get like two points more than me so what, you get 100 points and i get 15 yeah i'm okay all right let's new that... co-host <laughs> Let, let's hope that doesn't happen and that we both do well this week um Good luck for the game week. Have a nice weekend and see you next time. Bye, everyone. See you next time, Charlie. Goodbye.